close your eyes for a moment. Yes, close your eyes. Kids, you too, and those listening online, close your eyes for just a moment. Everyone take a deep breath in and exhale. Keep your eyes closed. I want you to imagine that you're standing in your home. Now you walk over to the front door and you open it. And as you, as you stare out your front door, you see that it has finally snowed. The first big snowfall of the season. The ground has been covered with a blanket of deep, fresh, white snow, and it's still snowing. Huge, soft snowflakes are falling to the ground. Now pause here in this moment. What do you hear? Somehow the snow has silenced the noise of the world. Feel this moment. Because this is a moment of peace, when all is calm. Now you can open your eyes. This peace, this moment when all is truly calm, when the noise and the chaos of the world silences, when all seems to be right in the world, this is the kind of peace that is available to each and every one of us. And not just for a moment, not just with that first snowfall, but the kind of peace that will radiate from the inside out. In the Old Testament, the Hebrew word for peace is shalom. And the most basic meaning of shalom is to be complete or whole. Shalom refers to something that is really complex with lots of different moving pieces, but that is also in a state of completeness or wholeness. And aren't our lives kind of complex, right? We have lots of moving parts and pieces, which is kind of just a nice way of saying sometimes life is chaotic. <laughs> and I have three kids, so I can attest to this. First of all, we're only a couple days into Christmas break. We miss teachers. We love you teachers. Enjoy your break, but we'll see you in January, <laughs> okay? Life can be a little chaotic at times. But even outside of family chaos, we've experienced a complexity and a chaos in our world in so many different ways. Our global circumstances have been anything but peace-filled these last couple years, right? Our circumstances have not only been frustrating as we've had to adjust the way that we do life in so many ways, but they've also been challenging as we've navigated harsh political and relational divides just about everywhere we turn. And for some, some of us have navigated life circumstances that have not just been frustrating or a little challenging, but that have actually been devastating the loss of financial peace, the loss of loved ones, ultimately, the loss of our peace. If I could leave you with one nugget this Christmas Eve, it would be this. Peace is possible in every circumstance because peace came to us in the form of a person and his name is Jesus. And when Jesus is present, when we tap into his peace, all can truly be calm. And we all know the Christmas story, right? We just heard Papa and Mana share that with the kids and with all of us. We know that King Jesus, our Savior, was born over 2,000 years ago. But my question is, what shifted for me in that moment? What shifted for you? Well, in that moment when he took his first breath and breathed out, peace was released on the earth. Isaiah prophesied about this future king, a future prince of peace, if you will, and he declared that his reign would bring shalom, or peace, with no end. And his presence in the world would make every single wrong right, and he would heal everything that had been broken. Let's read about this in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. It says, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. 
The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. We celebrate the birth of Jesus because his arrival into the world is the moment that peace entered our world in the form of a person. You know, peace is not just freedom from disturbance. Peace is not just tranquility. Peace is not just that fresh snowfall kind of moment. Peace is not the absence of conflict. It's actually the presence of something better in its place. Or to be more accurate, the presence of someone. There will always be circumstances vying to destroy our peace, right? Can I get an amen, right? There's just always stuff going on that wants to steal our peace. But the question is, what would it look like for Jesus, the Prince of Peace, to be present in your circumstance? How different would it be if Jesus was present in the midst of our chaos? What happens when peace is present? Well, there's a great example of peace in the midst of chaos, in the midst of war, to be more accurate. Uh, the year was 1914 during World War I, and on a battlefield called Flanders in the country of Belgium, on one side of the field you found the German army, and they had the reputation for being absolutely brutal killers. And on the other side, you found the British and the French who were fighting together. And both sides were dug into the trenches and they were ready for battle. And in between those two armies, there was this muddy, icy area that they called no man's land. And on that Christmas Eve, 1914, something totally unexpected happened. In the midst of war, in the midst of chaos, began a moment of peace. The British looked across the icy field in the dark and they saw these little evergreen trees being placed at the top of the German trenches, Christmas trees. And then they started to see these signs being held up, some of them in German, some of them in broken English, but the most common was, you know fight, we know fight. Some of the British units started making their own signs that said, Merry Christmas, and the Germans responded back. Finally, a group of German officers came out of their trenches, and a group of British officers came out to meet them in that no man's land right in the middle, and they shook hands and they agreed to a Christmas truce. There would be no firing from then until midnight on Christmas Day. So let's take a moment and watch this quick dramatization of what happened that day on Christmas Eve, 1914. Jenkins. Oakley. Night. Ein Brite kommt! 
My name is Jim. My name is Otto. Pleased to meet you, Otto. Freut mich. Rose, she's called. Um, she's schön. Um, schön. such a beautiful moment of peace in the midst of chaos, isn't it? A real true moment. But let me tell you, not everyone was so happy about this Christmas truce. Uh, the British High Command was stationed about 27 miles behind the trenches, and when they heard news of what happened, they were horrified. And they sent a message to the front lines that said this, fraternization with the enemy discourages initiative and commanders and destroys the offensive spirit in all ranks. Can I read that one more time? Fraternization with the enemy discourages initiative in commanders and destroys the offensive spirit in all ranks. Is it possible that unity destroys the offensive spirit? Is it possible that peace in the midst of chaos can destroy the offensive spirit? What if our peace is being destroyed because we've invited or simply allowed the spirit of offense to be present in our circumstance instead of inviting the prince of peace to be present? Peace destroys the offensive spirit. Remember that peace can be possible in every single circumstance because we can invite Jesus, the Prince of Peace, right smack dab into the middle of it. Now walking in peace does not mean walking in perfect circumstances, but it does mean that we invite the person of peace to be very present. So my question for you today is where in your life are you currently lacking peace? What circumstance is robbing you of the shalom that is promised through Jesus? Is it in your marriage? You having that same fight over and over and over and over again? Like, is it ever gonna get any better? Is it in your finances? Do you need peace to be present because no matter what you try to do, you just can't make ends meet? Are you lonely? Do you lack shalom because it feels impossible to experience wholeness when you feel so alone? Are you struggling with fear and anxiety 
Are you constantly thinking about the what ifs and wrestling with things that are beyond your control? Jesus is the answer. Jesus in the midst of those circumstances is the answer. He says it this way in John 16, 33. These are Jesus' words to us. He says, I've told you all of this trusting, so that trusting me, you will be unshakable and assured, deeply at peace. Everyone say peace. Peace. In this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties. What does that mean? Circumstances are going to keep on circumstancing, right? You will continue to experience difficulties, but take heart. I've conquered the world. And let me tell you, I've been following Jesus my whole life, and I know this. He can be trusted. He's so trustworthy. He's so good. He's everything you need in the midst of your moment. And he wants to break through today. Peace is not about the absence of that tough circumstance. It is the presence of a person named Jesus. You know, one of the things that brings me so much joy, when people come into my home, we hear this all the time. Maybe they're coming for small group or dinner or the kids, neighbor kids or whatever. When people come in, they always say, oh, your home is so peaceful. I think, are you kidding me? Like, I, I live with these three little people, and I know it's like the fighting and the all, all day long, right? Doesn't feel like peace. My circumstances feel a lot like chaos, right? My house is just as messy and loud as everybody else's, but I believe what they're experiencing is the presence of Jesus, the peace of Jesus in the midst of circumstance. And so today on Christmas Eve, we celebrate the birth of Jesus because his arrival was that moment when peace entered the world. Angels and a new star announced his birth and lowly shepherds heard the news and they hustled over to Bethlehem to see him. Wise men saw the star and they set off on a long, long, tiring journey to find and worship Jesus. But do you know that his birth was just the beginning? Just the beginning. Jesus lived an absolutely perfect life on earth, doing good everywhere he went, healing all that were sick. He loved the unlovable and he set the demonized free. And Jesus' very presence released shalom into every circumstance. And Jesus wants to release shalom in your life today. And maybe you've never said yes to Jesus. This would be the first place to start. Yes to a relationship with him. Yes to walking in his perfect peace. Because it's only through his life, death, and resurrection that we can be made complete, made whole. That's shalom. That's the only way, just to receive it. You know, I was talking to a friend who said she met Jesus later in her life. And the one thing she said that she could describe was she said, no matter what, the minute I gave my life to Jesus, I felt this peace. It was supernatural. It's not based on circumstance, it's just a, an inner peace. That's available for you today. Some of us have known Jesus for many years, but we've still allowed our circumstance to rob us of the shalom that's promised in the word. We've put our focus on our circumstance instead of on our prince of peace, our person of peace. And today the invitation is just to invite Jesus back into the middle of that circumstance. So where in your life have you been trying to do it all on your own? Where in your life are you just about ready to give up? Where in your life do you need peace that passes all understanding? Because that's the place where Jesus wants to meet you today. Amen? Let's pray. Father, I thank you that through your son we can experience this peace. I thank you that it's a supernatural peace not like the world gives. And I thank you that it has nothing to do with our circumstance and everything to do with you being present in our circumstance. 
So we welcome you, Jesus, to do what only you can do. And I pray right now for your supernatural peace to be released in this room. In Jesus' name, amen.